he hit me up like on Instagram, like, yo, Shump, Shump, are you are you are you f- serious, bro? Lil Wayne, of course, he sends me the screenshot. It stopped playing me. It's 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 he sees my credits on it. I woke up in the morning and my phone was going completely insane. And again, it was one of them hands in the head moments, bro. Like it was just such a, a great moment for me. If there's anything that can that that sat there and proved to me, like bro, you could do anything you want in this world. It was that. Welcome to the Mike Squires and Friends podcast. I'm your host, Mike Squires. Today, I'm joined by my good friend Chill Shump. Now, Chill Shump is an incredible music producer. When I think of cultural impact in the state of Connecticut, I think of Chill Shump. Today, we talk about his song that shook Connecticut, Yank Rhythm, that he did with Snopra, and how the success of that record turned into him doing a song with Lil Wayne. Shump has also entered the educational side of music. And I got to speak with him about his after-school program that he does teaching students music. And how when he posted the class on TikTok, it went absolutely viral and grabbed the attention of Kelly Clarkson. I also want to say Shump is a good dude with a good heart, and I'm really thankful to have him on the podcast. Now, if you want to support the Mike Squires and Friends podcast, all you got to do is hit subscribe on YouTube or download on your preferred podcast platform. Now, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Mike Squires and Friends. My guy, welcome to the Mike Squires and Friends podcast, dude. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. I got to sit there and, and just mention one thing, bro. There was a point in time when I was supposed to make you a fire-ass beat, and that didn't happen. You know what? I got to count you for it. So, bro, we're, listen, dude. We're going to get in the studio, and we're going to make something fire right, happen. Okay. I already know, right, dude. All right. I just, you feel me? You're a good dude, man. I got to make sure <laughs> I, I, I follow through on that, man. Dude, and I appreciate it. And the thing is, collabs, like, things like that, like, you know, music industry, collabs always happen, and it's, like, Absolutely. up and down, and it's, like... It's part of the game, dude. Absolutely. But I want to bring it back early, dude. I want to talk to you about a 14-year-old chump that got FL Studios from a floppy disk. Dang. Yeah, dude. Tell me about that. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get, to, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, all right. I could, I could tell you at that point in time, I knew nothing about music. Well, very little, very little. I was uh, drumming for a drill band. Band, drill team. Just a, it was a step team, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And um, I sat there and said to myself, "All right, well, this is what I'm I'm, I'm kind of known to at the moment." And then my brother, my older brother, his boy came through with like a floppy disk. Yes, y'all, a floppy disk of FL Studio. It was like the demo version. We probably talking about maybe FL Studio, maybe six or seven. Bro, we're at like 21 right now. I ain't gonna lie. Like this is this is this is ancient times. Um, and he downloaded it on my mama's computer, man. And I kind of just bumped into him like, what's this? And he was like, this is Fruity Loops. And my response was like, pause. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, he, I was like, but wait, what? what is this? He was like, nah, man, this is where, this, this is how you make beats, bro. Like, I was like, what? Like, all right, teach me. You know what I mean? And he just gave me like the real quick one, two, three. And... At that point, I'm just, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I, I ain't do nothing but sit there in front of that computer, make beats left and right, learning. Um, this is kind of before the YouTube era, for real. Like, the YouTube era, excuse me, where, like, I feel like in, in today's world, if you want to learn how to make beats, all you got to do is go on YouTube. Mm, you know it's what so I'm saying? so true. YouTube University, dude. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I, I didn't have that. So I kind of really learned. I got self-taught myself. You know what I'm saying? Every little... Turn, crank, notch, mix, whatever your case. I learned that myself, which I could, I kind of, I love that now because there's nothing about that program I don't know. You know what I mean? So that was a, 
That was, that, was the, that was the starting point, man. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, so at what point do you start getting into the studio with artists? Uh, good question. Um, I would say... Dude, I'm catching a blink here because, You're like, good, I, dude. Um, I know, like, one of the first feature I live from Harvard was probably one of the first guys to ever hop on one of my beats, like, ancient times. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I would say I was probably, like, maybe my junior, senior year in high school. So I want to say probably about 1920, 1920. Um, my brother was rapping with a whole bunch of dudes at a bar, from a barbershop. Every, every single one of them cut here. But all of them knew how to rap on some sick shit. It's crazy. Um, they called themselves the Autobots. Um, I, I I got down with them. You know what I mean? They're real like '90s era boom bat type of guys. I feel like at that point, those are the guys I would really say I first got into the studio with for real. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was kind of like I think that was them. <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna lie, man. It was so long ago. <laughs> it's so long ago. I'm, I'm really trying to like remember for real. But yeah, I think that was it. Well, I saw you also connected with the homie Knox Beats, and you—that's how you linked with Joiner. With Joiner, yes. Um, me and Knox were a part of uh, Musicology. I want to say in 2017. To, no, 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 nope, nope. 2015. It was like late 2015. We was on the same panel for Music Musicology out in Hartford. Uh, shout to Steed, Steed and G Wiz. They will always run these crazy producer events, bro. Like stupid talent every time. You know what I'm saying? And um, Knox was like the. The out of town talent, I would you, I would say, I sit there and consider. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was on a panel with me when I was like probably, I was very new to music. I was probably like one of my first showcases, and um, he came through with some heat. I'll be honest with you, I thought I had a whack night. <laughs> Real talk, bro. Like I really thought like I had like probably like the least bit of fire out the whole like group. You know what I'm saying? And um, he was on. I guess out of all people, he was the one who came to me like, yo, bro. I'm I'm working with this kid from Mass called Jordan Lucas, and I I didn't want to say that was probably right around the time when Jordan came up with his Happy Birthday record. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, I, that was kind of like the little viral sensation in a sense. You know what I mean? So I was like, "Word," and um, he was like, "Dude, just just send beats, bro." You know what I'm saying? And um, of course I got on it literally like the next day, and it was like, I ain't gonna lie, it was a lot of back and forth. So it was like, all right. I send like a first batch, probably send him like 10 or something like that. And he's like, yo, bro, uh, these are dope, man, but I don't think Jonah will hop on any of these, man. He needs a certain style. Um, uh, no chance. Uh, uh, dope, but uh, not it. You know what I'm saying? And um, there's a certain point in time where he's like, dude, I'm, like, I'm going to be recording this guy like all week. So just, just flood me with beats, bro. Flood me with beats. Um, and I was going through as many beats as I can, making, sending, making, sending, making, sending, and no one was cutting it. And I'm like, dang, bro, I don't even know what to do anymore. So I just sat there in front of my computer and just sit there and say, bro, like, I don't know, just scroll through what I have. You know what I mean? I, I, I picked through a few beats, um, then sent it off, and I sat there and said, like, bro, it's at this point, if you don't like any of it, I don't know what to say here. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing I can do here. And uh, one of the records that happened ended up being Just Because was the one. You know what I'm saying? So, um, shout out to Joyner, shout out to Knox. Uh, this is right when he signed to Atlantic. Um, the 508 project that he produced, uh, that, excuse me, that he dropped, I produced uh, just because of that. Initially, fun fact, you may not even notice, that was supposed to be the title record for the album. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. Um, I guess, you know, they, they he wanted to grab a more home-like feel, so he ended up calling it uh, 508. But that record was literally supposed to be the title record for the whole album. 
That's actually crazy, yeah, dude. Facts. You know, when I first heard of you, I actually heard of you through Nitty because we were recording with Nitty up north all the time. That's dude. my brother, man. Yeah, and he would show me the records you were doing with Zoe. Yes. Can we yes. talk a little bit about like the process of working with Zoe? Absolutely. Zoe's kind of a yo. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like he was such a vibrant guy, bro. Like for real. Um, I got introduced to him. Nitty showed me about him at first, right? And I I couldn't I couldn't see at the moment. I ain't gonna lie. Um then um this dude came through who was managing him at the time, one of his managers. Um he's like, yo, dude, like I got a dope dude. I got like one of my, my artists. You I, I you just have to make beats for this guy, bro. And I'm like, who's he? And he said, Gangstalicious. I'm like, from the Bullnacks? You know what I'm saying? Like that was the instant, <laughs> yeah. the instant thought. And um, he said, "Nah, nah, nah." You see, that's that's funny because that's what everybody says. But yo, listen to his music. And um, he showed me a few of his records. He had a um, uh, come over. He did he did a mix from he did a, he did a, his own mix to Drake's Come Over, and that shit was so catchy. You know what I'm saying? Like so catchy, so culture like. You know what I mean? Like. Like, like, and he was being him. You know what I'm saying? Like, young, vibrant kid, crazy colored hair, dance vibey. You know what I'm saying? Always dancing everywhere, man. And um, after he got into the show me, he was like, all right, what do you think? I'm like, all right, cool. Bring to my studio. You know what I'm saying? So at the time, the studio was my mother's basement. <laughs> um, that's, I'll be honest with you, probably my biggest records came out of mom's basement. I'll be real with you. Um, Sat him down, me and him kicked it. Um, and I asked him, like, so what what you looking for? And then his like his literally his response like verbatim was like, kick, I need something I can freak it to. And at the time, I didn't know what the fuck that meant. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what was this? Maybe late 2017? No, no, no. It was early, late 2016, early 2017, I want to say. I did not know what the fuck that meant. And um, I just kept going through my records, going through beats, going through beats. He's like, nah, not this, not this, not that. And I'm like, whoa, what, what is it? You know what I'm saying? And this is me trying to, this is me and him developing the chemistry between each other. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, nah, I kicked like, I need something I could really freak it to. And like, obviously I'm thinking like, all right, he's thinking Harvard, Harvard shit. You know what I'm saying? Freaking it, of course, meaning dumbing out. You know what I'm saying? Um, Avenue shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, all right. And I had that that record. The first record that I played was his record for um, work part two. And I played the first the beat. I played the beat to that, and he instantly reacted. You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Nah, kick this hard. All right, all right. Nah, nah, nah. This is what he's like. This is what I need. Now nah, watch what I do with it. You know what I'm saying? And then when he came out with his record, like it was just an instant, like it just it clicked. Yeah, clicked, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, it was like, all right, this is exactly what I need to make, and I kept going forward with that type of sound for him. So it was like that was work part two. Is probably the first record we made. Um, making my way downtown. Uh, what else? What other records that we produced? Um, did you do the Zoe 101 one? Nah, not that one. Yeah. Not that one. Um, what else did I make for him? Bounce Biggity. Um, Come Over Part Two. Uh, yo, there's yo, there was. We made a lot of records, man. But you know what? A lot of records. When I when I think of all those records, dude, and I think of you as a producer, yeah. bro, the cultural impact that you've had. When I think of cultural impact in Connecticut, yeah. I think of Shump, dude. Appreciate because, it, man. Dude, you have that style, and especially with like 
dumbing out and freaking it, dude. dude. You dude. know, at what point do you feel like, you know, this music is at this point, the music is a pretty much attached to the dance, yes. dude. Yes. Yes. hundred percent, man. Um, I think at that point, man, we could talk from anywhere between 2016, 2017 to going into then on, um, Connecticut was in was in dire need for an identity, you know what I mean. And I felt like we were trying to find we're we're, we're in a gray area, you know what I mean. Like you you think about it from right now, it's like all right, we got a lot of kids sounding like New York because of drill, you know what I'm saying. And then we got the other kids that may be like, ah, right, you know what, Detroit may sound tough or trap, you know what I'm saying. We didn't have nothing that we could call ours. This was it. This is it. Hundred percent. This is hundred percent it. You know what I'm saying? Um, our style, our vibe, um, our dance, you know what I'm saying? Our culture, you feel me? Um, and I felt like, you know, this is this is how we was we were supposed to enter the game as this is what Connecticut sounds like, or this is what Connecticut is. You know what I mean? Um, and I always I gotta give praises to, you know, to to the ones who who were the uh, the originators, like Harford. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People like that. Like, you know, just the dance culture from Harford. Um, you feel me? Me, I could say, I was in a in sense of evolving the sound. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, yeah, dude. Of course, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't ever want to sit there and say create, whatever, man. You know what I mean? I'll sit there, I always say, like, I was the one who evolved it, turned into something left field. Not left field, but, like, uh, to another level where, you know, now... This could be a universal type of situation. You know what I mean? That's kind of like where my head was at when I was creating and and, and toning it up. And um, working with Zoe was was helping me mold that. You know what I mean? Working with Zoe was helping me mold that. And then uh, the record with Snow as well. Yeah, I want to get into that. You feel me? One thing I want to talk to you too, like about is, you know, how did drumming for the drill team, you think, impact your production? I'm always drum heavy. I think so. I, 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 I don't know. I can't explain it to a T for real, but like, I think like me always being in, involved with like just marching style and drums is kind of what like got me to, cause like, I, I think, I don't know. I take it as like the biggest compliment from me producing. And it's like, yo dude, yo, I don't, I've, that pack you sent me, yo bro, your drums go crazy, dog. Like your drums are knocking on it. And like, you feel me? Like, I don't know. I just, Kind of sonically, just know what sounds good. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, I was always big on drums. So I uh, think it shows though too because I'm pretty sure the Yank Rhythm beat got popular before the song was popular. That's a fact. Do you do you do you know how? I don't. That's why I want to talk to you about that. 2018, we did another showcase in Musicology. Um, it was probably I want to say April, late April or early May of 2018. Um, at the time, we had Yank Rhythm already recorded and, and, and made but it didn't drop mm. you know what I'm saying um I play again yo I swear to, I swear that was a heavy hitting night of musicology shout out to Steve Chenin there was a whole bunch of us on um on the panels that night it was me it was um Nitty it was uh Ralph um just a whole bunch of just dudes who just great lineup dude Insane, insane. I think Steed was on the on the on the um on the lineup that day. It was just it was a crazy lineup. And um I played that beat. And I played that I played the beat the Yank rhythm and the whole crowd went insanely nuts. They're like, yo, what the hell is this? You know what I'm saying? And 
I just made I made it culture like. You know what I mean? And um, it wasn't too shortly after Snow dropped the the record, the Yankrin record. And I remember this like yesterday, bro. Um, she posted a snip on IG. Uh, it was like a Sunday night. She posted a snip on IG of Yankrin on the video that we shot. Um, I was like, all right, cool. This is what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like at the time, Snow, this Snow never dropped a record. At, I mean, before this point ever in her life. You know what I mean? Um, I wake up. <laughs> I wake up in the morning, I sit there and and get ready to go to work and I'm seeing this record like snowballing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at like probably 20K or something. I was like, damn, that's kind of dope. You know what I mean? And then before you know it, it didn't like I thought that was kind of it right there. And like, all right, okay, this is getting this is a nice little response. It's getting, you know what I'm saying? This is dope. And definitely for her first record, this is a good run. And after out of nowhere, like this shit, it, it didn't stop. It didn't stop. So before you know it, <laughs> there was people sitting there like, like you know, yo, yo, Snow, what's this? What's this record? What's this record? Oh, yo, Shump, did you make this beat for Snow, dog? This is crazy. Um, one of my guys randomly kind of like on some just trying to support type shit sat there and posted the video on Twitter, and it caught over a million views. Yeah, dude. And I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? You know what I'm saying? So now I was like, all right, okay, I get it. This is this is this might be the one. <laughs> Dude, it might be the one. <laughs> I will say for anybody that was in Connecticut, you could not escape that you record. You couldn't, bro. Like and it was it was such a, a juggernaut of a, a, a track, bro. Like we it was it, it, I just felt like the, the stars were aligning of it, man. Like for one, I'm always say this the record, like the, the significance of the record is Basically, tribute to Zoe. I was gonna just bring that up, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was for one. Snow wanted to make sure she did that. For two, uh, the timing was perfect. Like it was like late May going into June. Um, just it was getting hot out. You know what I'm saying? Like just uh, cookouts, parties, proms, getting played everywhere. Streets was, was loving the record. Um, shout out to DJ Buck because he he seen and Big Mike. Shout out to Big Mike too because they seen the record going. You know what I'm saying? And um. DJ Buck made sure he was like, yeah, he reached out and was like, man, I need this record clean. You know what I'm saying? So he made sure that he spun it and then had all of his DJs follow suit at Hot 937. So the record, even though it was through the mixes, it was getting played like at least, bro, it was getting played like seven times, seven, eight times a day, a day. And I didn't understand why he was doing it at the time, but now I knew, I do now more than anything, he was trying to boost the Shazams on it because when he knew at some point, Labels were going to start knocking at the door. And one of the main things they were going to look, they were like, they wanted to know how if people were really checking for the record. So that's kind of the reason why he was helping that. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to DJ Buck for that, for real, man, because that was like a, a big assist in that, in that motion. You know what I mean? And I'm telling you, bro, like, I've worked with big, huge names. I've gotten in dope, iconic rooms in my life and made some fire records. But I'll sit there and always say this, like, that record was, like, probably the most powerful record I've ever worked on because we talking about a record that was probably no more than three weeks old from the start of it dropping to after week, from the start of it dropping and in between week three, you had the record getting spun everywhere in, in the, Connecticut and then by week three, you're already knocking at, the label's already knocking at the door. He's already heading to New York to go and check labels out. And let me sit there and say this too. Every label 
wanted to sign Snow because of that record. Every label you could think of wanted to sign Snow, sign Snow because of the record. 100%. That record had something that even the label can't do. It right. was just so organic. Right. You know, it had the dance like attached to it. It was just growing organic. Like people were just loving it. It wasn't a label machine a behind it. That's a fact. And that's man. why the relationship with that record is so strong because it's not like, you know, the label dumping money and putting ads in exactly. front of you. This is like everyone just sharing it around, word exactly, of mouth. Exactly, man. And, 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 and I would just sit there and say, like, I mean, Shout out to Snow, you know what I'm saying? Listen, Snow, me and Snow, like, you know, girl, I love you. You know what I'm saying? And um I I feel like that was a that was a that was a, a time to write in history as far as like just the the where the, the Connecticut music scene goes. You know what I mean? Like if you was around in twenty eighteen, you know about Yankrin. You know yeah. what I mean? hundred percent. So then I know Snow signed, she signed to Island, Island right? In yep. Def Jam. Yes, sir. So when that happened, Opportunities opened up for you. I know one of yes. the first things that happened is that Young Ma got on the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She came through a year later, hopped in on a remix. Um, I'll be honest that that helped that record helped solidify me uh, as far as like just okay, this is if you want to get a if you you're looking to make a hot record and you're from Connecticut, it's like you're bugging if you don't go to Shump. You're 100 bugging. So you know what I'm saying, like. That helped me in a crazy way, man. Um, and and that worked. That worked a lot of more, a lot more other things, man. Which I feel like we're going to talk about f- sooner. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, or further along within the, the I pod. Can't, I came with a little plan over here, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stop playing with me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. So how did the collaboration with Lil Wayne come to be? So, like I said, that helped a lot. You know what I mean? Um, I would say this. It's crazy. It's crazy because I'm gonna tell you how we really lined this up for real, or like just how it all makes sense. Um, Yank Rhythm, when I when I initially gave Snow the beat, right? She was a dancer at the time. Nobody really knew her as a rapper. You know what I mean? Um, it was kind of of a position where it was like, okay, um, yo, the, excuse me, Zoe just passed at the moment, and she was like. Me and her, we we bumped into each other at um, one of Zoe's charity events. So that was like our first time meeting. And I was like, yo, you snow. And you're like, yo, yeah, yeah. And you shump. You know what I'm saying? And uh, she she was dancing. She was like, you know, doing 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 the avenue and shit. But like, you know, again, she's from New Haven. You know what I mean? So it was a different look. You know what I mean? But I was like, I was telling her, I was, I was embracing her. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, just keep doing this, bro. You know what I'm saying? And we kind of just... Uh, ended the conversation on a mutual agreement of just keeping the shit going. Um, two days after, I go back to my studio. I make the beat the anchor with him. I she's the first to come to mind. You know what I'm saying? On on like just sending her that, send her that to dance to, and she did exactly that. A couple months pass by. She's sitting there saying, "Yo, um, I'm thinking about rapping now. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you mind if I use this beat? I think I got a record for it." Bro, I could have said anything in the world to derail our success. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have sat there and said, like, yo, now nah, I need, like, 500, 600 money that with who I'm, I'm sitting there saying to myself, it's just petty. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and money that I, I knew for probably for a good chance she probably wasn't going to pay. You know what I mean? And that would have sat there and derailed our whole line of success. You know what I mean? I would just said, I just, but I didn't think of that way. I was like, yo, this is, it's your first, your first record, man. So go ahead, get your shit off. And of course, the record did what it did. Um, 
And it was at that point when she signed, they had to pay me. So the the money that I could have offered, I mean the money that I sat there could have asked for, I could have I could have fucked up myself. You feel me? I ended up getting <laughs> shit. Way more than that. <laughs> yeah, well, because that's way more. I see than it that. happen all the times. You know, someone will sell a beat fifty beans, and then the song will go to be od. A mega, well, you know, and that's so between you and me, my business model. I've never taken. I've never sold a beat in my life, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do that because I do splits. Like that's how I base mine. Like always, that. you know. But it kind of goes with what you're saying, where it's like believing in the record, you know, and like yes. giving artists chances because yes. when you do that, you get a yank rhythm. Exactly. You know what I mean, and. That the 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 residual went from a three figure figure number to a five figure number. You know what I'm saying? So that was the beauty of it. Um, to get more into detail about how direct, I mean, how the situation even come about with the Wayne situation. Um, me and her at the time had the same lawyer, so because it came down to them paying, I mean, me, um, me, the uh, excuse me, it came down to the situation to them having to pay me for the beat. I had to get the conflict lawyer. I had to get the conflict lawyer. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, we ended up uh, getting a guy. Shot my man, Matt Buser. I love you. You know what I'm saying? He ended up working that good situation out for um, me uh, getting the good the good uh, number for Yank Rhythm. And then he just sat there and said, hey, man, listen, I'm going to be doing this a lot more, man. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to stick around, bro, like, I could definitely lock you in, get you a couple more. I had a good feeling about him. You know what I'm saying? So me and my manager retained him. Um... He hits me up shortly after. Dude, all right, cool. It's like this. My guy at Republic, he's an a over there. He's working on like 10 artists right now. He named like, at the time, what was this, 2019? 2018, 2019? He said, yo, uh, Nikki, Ski Mask, Slump God, uh, Name, uh, Beeb, Wayne. You all know the what heavy I'm hitters, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, I'm working on all these albums, bro. Like, we just... Happy producers just send it through. You know what I'm saying? And shout to Matt, man, because he kept me first on the list. You know what I'm saying? He's like, dude, listen, don't fuck around. I need you to send me a pack. I need it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right. And he's like, no, like, you're not hearing me. Like, I need this, like, by yesterday. <laughs> I know I'm hitting up about it now, but I need it by yesterday. He's looking out for you. Exactly. He's like, so just do what you got to do. So I literally stopped everything I was doing. Went to the studio, took one through and thoroughly grabbed a couple beats, sent them off. <laughs> He has, I call him back just to let him know, you know what I'm saying? Because so I, I didn't want him having worrying about it. So I was like, hey, um, excuse me, I hit him back trying to uh, uh, tell him that I sent it through. And it wasn't even, a, when he picked up, it wasn't even a hello. It was like a, yo, you sent it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, and then right after I said that, he said, okay, cool. Now forget about it. And in my head, I'm like, why the hell would I forget about it? <laughs> and he was like, nah, because, dude, this could go left or right, but just know that we did our job. You know what I'm saying? So, um, doing that, I just had to forget about it. You know what I mean? Like, of nothing's course, happening till exactly. It's happening. And at this point, I like and, and respectfully, you feel me? Respectfully, his and I don't know if he's blowing smoke in my eyes or not. You know what I'm saying? So I just truthfully just forgot about it. You know what I mean? Um, a good like few months passed by. I just kept on doing me here back in CT. Uh, we get back on the phone and we talking. We chopping it up. He's like, "Hey man, all right, so listen, bro, we got." Uh, a couple of things coming up here. Uh, make sure you handle this business over here. Oh, uh, that's right. Yo, Lil Wayne did a cut on one of your records. And I'm like, you like, it was like, it was just such a nonchalant response to him from him, man. I'm just like, yo, are, are you kidding me? 
dude, I grew up, I grew up on prime Wayne, bro. Like, I grew up in an era, like my high school era was like from 06 to 09. You know what I'm saying? So everything, we talking about dedication mixtapes. We're talking about the droughts. We're talking about no ceilings. We're talking about uh, 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 the Carters. Like, this was the, this is what made Wayne Wayne. Like, this is what made, made Wayne iconic. You feel me? And like, you didn't, you didn't go down, you didn't go to a class or hit the corner while here in the Wayneverse. You know what I'm saying? I played football. All we played before games was Wayne. If it wasn't Wayne, if it wasn't Wayne, we didn't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? So at the time, Wayne was God. <laughs> he was God, bro. You know what I'm saying? And um, to sit there and hear that, I was like, yo, I just made like a full court shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it felt crazy. Um, so he was just like, dude, don't get too excited because records get cut every day. But understand, like, this is a good sign. And um, that was like August of 2019 at the time. I want to say probably maybe somewhere in December 20, 2019, they they hit us back confirming. And, dude, I, I was in awe. I, I was <laughs> head, head was on my hands. Terry eyed, you name it, bro. Um, that really was a a beautiful moment for me. Um, it was a beautiful moment, of course, like just the accomplishment alone, but it it set uh, a standard of belief that I never had before. You know what I mean? Like it made me sit there and say to myself, like, you can do it. Whatever you want to do, you can absolutely do it, bro. Don't ever sit there and think you can't. Opportunities will come. Be ready for opportunities. You know what I'm saying? That's that's that was that was the biggest lesson I got from that all, man. And if you ask me, bro, like who's to say that's to happen if I charge Snow that petty ass five hundred dollars? You know? You could be ruining your own opportunity. Exactly. You know, so that's kinda like that was like the biggest learning lesson I've I've ever not in the learning lesson in a bad way, but you know, that was the biggest uh Form uh, or at least uh, uh, test a testimony of uh, just understanding your opportunities when you see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what's the feeling when the record comes out? It's I, album drops because I remember it's like no other, man. The album drops January 30, 2020. It's, the, it's a Thursday. Um, I'm axing. I'm running around. They... Um, I'm running around ask, calling my lawyer and asking my manager, like, what's what's the deal for real? You know what I'm saying? Um, I knew this. This is what I knew, which got me nervous at the time. Um, Wayne said that he was going to be making adjustments on his album because of this is rest in peace, Kobe. You know what I'm saying? This is right when Kobe, Kobe Bryant passed away. Um, and he was sitting there saying like he had to make readjustments for the album. And I didn't know that what that meant. I don't know if that meant adding on songs. I don't know if that meant cutting songs. I don't know because we already at this point the ink was dry, but we don't know if this meant all right. You're gonna have to pull your record. That happens. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it happen at like split second situations. So, um, I'm sitting there kind of nervous, <laughs> nervous. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, bro, when is this gonna drop? And he's like, yeah, it's gonna probably the album's gonna drop uh, midnight. Midnight Western time, so Pacific time. 
So I'm like, damn, that means I got to wait to 3 a.m. to figure this out. <laughs> and I know you stayed up, too. <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. So <laughs> oh, I'm sitting there nervous as hell. At this point, like, I'm just sitting there and saying to myself, bro, like, I mean, I'm sure, but if it doesn't, it's just not meant to be. You know what I mean? I had I had to keep quiet about this, bro. Like, I couldn't tell a soul about it when it happened. Biting your tongue on something that big is probably huge, the worst. Huge, bro. Huge, man. And it's it sucked so bad I couldn't tell nobody about it. But I just had to sit there and say to myself, I was like, man, if it happens, it happens and doesn't, doesn't. I laid my I laid my head down and I got a notification from a random I I, I wanna remember his name, man. I it sucks that I can't remember his name because he's a good dude, but um he hit me up like on Instagram, like, yo, Shump, Shump, are you are you are you fucking serious, bro? Lil Wayne, and I'm like it's 12, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's 12 in the morning. So I'm like, whoa, yo, how'd you, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, he sends me the screenshot. It stopped playing me. It's, 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 he sees my credits on it. All type of stuff, man. Um, shout out to my man Ribs on the beat. He co-produced on it. Um, uh, that was a dope uh, experience alone, man. He's, uh, shout out to Riz. He sent me the loop. Um, I kind of just did from there he sent me the loop it was like some pianos and I just got my shump shit on man you know what I'm saying yeah when I listen to that record I hear those drums and I'm like oh this is clearly you shump. know and, and 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 before I knew it man I woke up I woke up in the morning and my phone was going completely insane and again it was one of them hands in the head moments bro like it was just such a, a great moment for me um I couldn't I couldn't believe that that was just again like I said that was a if there's anything that can that that sat there and proved to me like, bro, you could do anything you want in this world, it was that. And dude, it doesn't end there because then the album goes gold goes and then gold. number one on Billboard. Yes, yes, man. How was that feeling? Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, and that's again, that's that's what I was saying, bro. Like the like it kept giving. It kept like that situation just kept giving, man. And uh big shout out to everybody that was involved um into making that happen. Shout out to my management, shout out to my, my lawyer, uh, and shout out to the AR man, uh Matt Matt, uh, excuse me, uh Josh Berkman, who is a very great guy. He he was uh he was just like one of the he was just AR for Republic at the time. Now he's like one of the top presidents in Republic. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him, man. And um we just trying to make it happen. Just we, that's the thing, bro. Like when that door opens of that relationship, especially when you do such a great job on that album, you know what I mean? Like they, the the numbers show that the record that I produced was like one of the top. You know what I mean? That relationship stays open. You know what I mean? So who knows, bro? You might be seeing another Champagne production coming up really soon. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so how was working with Kid the Wiz? Fire, fire. Um, me and Kid the Wiz didn't necessarily make any production that released, but he's a dope dude, bro. Um, very welcoming. Very, very informal. You know what I'm saying? Um, didn't have a problem ever, like, trying to, like, spread off knowledge to anybody, man. Um, I grew up on Light Feet, too. You know what I mean? That was a that was an era of mine as well. Um, cool cool situation being, being uh, I think, me and him met in Trinity, Trinity College. Um, he was performing out there, him and his crew. Um, me and my peoples came there to go check them and see what's up, man. And and we pulled up on them. They sat there and kicked it with us. It was it was a dope vibe. It was a dope vibe. Him and the rest of the guys. Uh, shout out to Jono. Shout out to uh, 
My man Joe Black, man, yeah, yeah, you know, they, they get, I feel they get like people over there. Yeah, I feel like your guys' styles like definitely connect. Absolutely. I feel like dumbing out and life feet is a parallel world. That's what I'm saying. Swear, dude. man. You know what I mean? I think these guys, um, they're 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 established in some minute with their sound. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And just what they do in their moment. You know what I mean? And I feel like uh we were kind of like baby footing our way into getting ourselves our identity formed, you know what I mean? And they were welcoming. Usually, like, people like that kind of like, man, y'all y'all jacking our stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? Nah, get up out of here. You know what I mean? But nah, like, they're really like, no, this is dope, bro. Like, show us. <laughs> a lot of love, Show us, dude. man. Yeah, 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 man. It was tough. It was tough. Show. Dude, I want to shift gears a little bit because, like most of us, I know you had a tough time at the top of the pandemic, dude. Yes, 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 bro. Listen, man. Um, We had, it was, again, like I said, like, the Wayne situation came and it was like, it was there. You know what I mean? Like everything was lining up for me perfectly, bro. bro. Um, I couldn't sit there and say to myself, like, bro, this is this. You're not. It's no way you're not gonna sit there and get a situation now. You know what I mean? Um, we went to Republic. I want to say at the time it was like right after the Wayne situation dropped. We went to Republic Records. Um, sat there and kicked it with some A&Rs, played them some beats. They were very, very pleased to what, what we had going on. Very dope, man. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was. they gave us uh, a situation like, yo, we could see we could see us working out a publishing deal with you for sure. You know what I mean? And that's what I wanted. You know what I mean? And um, my lawyer's like, nah, well, what we're going to do is like, we're going to, like, this is dope, but we're going to get you out in LA too. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get you to LA. Um, we're gonna get you in a situation. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get get these means with you. Same thing gonna happen. I want at the end of the day, I want a chill shot bidding war. That's that was his plan. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we were set to leave to go to L.A. March 26 to 20. It's it's crazy, bro. Like, cause it was like literally at the end of end of end of March. It was like uh, I want to say March 24th or something like that. Um, and I remember this, bro. Again, like again, I just I it, it's it's such a vivid memory. Um, my birthday's on the 10th, March 10th. Um, we're in the studio. We're celebrating. Me and my team, we're celebrating. You know what I mean? Like, it was a good early quarter, first quarter of the year. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a little uh, word going around on the news about, you know, this little flu-like symptoms is going around that nobody knows of, knows about at the moment. And <laughs> it don't mean shit to me at the moment. <laughs> it don't mean a damn thing to me at the moment. Um I'm just sitting there saying, like, yo, dude, this is it. I'm real close. I'm probably going to hit that that point of signing the deal. I, I, uh, I, this is, God is good. You know what I'm saying? And uh, always God is always good. You know what I'm saying? But, of course, like like I said, I remember like no other. Birthday was on the 10th. By the 12th, the whole world shut down. Like, completely. I And I, I, I remember that vividly, bro. Like, they shut everything down. Jobs is... Jobs in the position was like, yo, you guys got to stay home now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, we're in a position now where um, all offices are getting closed and everything like that. And to me, it's like, oh, this is weird, but I know it's going to blow past in a couple weeks, right? I'm still sitting there <laughs> thinking I'm calling my lawyer like, yo, because he's out in L.A. You know what I mean? And I'm calling my lawyer like, hey, man, like, um, we still good for the 24th? <laughs> and he's like, dude, shunt, man, like. Offices are shutting down. They kicked me out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we got, we got to, we just got to wait this one out for a little bit. You feel I me? Mean, again, that was when COVID was scary. 
You know what I'm saying? So we don't know what the real deal is with this shit for real. So um, the very hot hand that I was having at the moment was like kind of went on some lukewarm shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just kept doing what I knew. Staying at home, staying in staying in state, making records. Uh, just trying to be that guy when it comes to producing for real. Um, that year, me and K-Dose came up with uh, HAO, Hoes All Over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that record, dude. Absolutely. Me and Dose. Shout out to my man Dose. Um, and um, we were just trying. I was just moving, man. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of things happened mm. in, that, in that position. You know what I'm saying? Um, fortunately, I ended up losing the studio I was at. You know what I'm saying? So um, it led to me to having to get jobs out of, of, like, yo, like, necessity, like, I needed it. You know what I'm saying? And, um, but, again, it was a blessing in disguise, man, because, again, I got hired at a a school system, and that's when I learned how to, (laughs) that's when I learned I actually had a passion with, like, working with kids. You know what I'm saying? So I think everything happens for a reason, for real. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, how you bounce back from that. So you got a job out of middle school, right? Yes, yes. So how'd that come to be? So, shout out to my man, uh, my dog, uh, Eric Flores, man. Um, he hit me up, and he was like, oh, bro, like, if you're looking for work, you know, you always come work with me. And I'm like, oh, where you work at? And he was like, Pulaski. Come work with me at Pulaski. And that was, that was the middle school at the, at, at our, our hometown. And in my head, I'm thinking, like, dude, I ain't no teacher. What you mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was like, nah, man, listen. Uh, it's not a teacher position. This is this is about behavioral. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm good with the people in there. I could sing you a good word. Just apply. You know what I mean? And um, I did like he said. And uh, we had an interview, and I thought I bombed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought I completely bombed it. And uh, they ended up calling me back shortly after, and they're like, "Yeah, nah, uh, yeah, let's get you in. Let's get you started on this day. We just make sure you do everything you got to do. Get you started on this day." And within that process, I really learned as far as like. Me being there for as time for as long as I did, I really had a great passion with uh, just dealing with kids. So my favorite part of the story, though, is that from this you start an after school program. Yes, yes, um, and that was kind of off of some bro. I ain't gonna lie, I made that school program. Me and my man's just thinking like, yo, all right, we can use some OT, so why not? You know what I mean? And um, I in a sense, he was like, yo, we should come up with something. In my head, I'm thinking like, yo, bro, like, what do you mean, like? What were we gonna do? <laughs> like, 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 like some parks and rec stuff where you just kick it with kids, help them do their homework, play sports. And he's like, "Dude, you make beats, bro. You make beats. I do stuff on the camera, whatever, man. We can sit there and just do, uh, make up a club and have kids teach them. Just teach them." I'm like, well, "I can see myself doing that." You know what I mean? And it was like, I want to say it was a group of like maybe we start off with a group of six kids, um, and. Every single one of those six kids was like super locked in. You know what I mean? Because this is a different form of producing. To them, it's like they're making music. It's like having a guitar and a band or, or a drum set or uh, some bongos or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's that would be the teacher's idea of making beats. But no, Mr. Shump's idea of making beats is totally different. <laughs> whole time, guys, you got a whole... Uh, teacher here that's done some dope stuff from where you guys well um from from the state that we're from you don't even know it <laughs> dude well I <laughs> was gonna say it. that dude because listen there are a lot of like music teachers out there but there's not a lot of people that teach music 
that have produced for Lil Wayne, number one on Billboard, dude. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah, man. And it, that's the dope thing about it, man. Crazy, crazy part is too, right? It's like Yankrenum, right? We'll just throw Yankrenum out there. Yankrenum will get played in the dance. And the school dances, like our, our school dances, and the first time, of course, these kids they're they're loving the record, and I'm just sitting there in the corner, and these kids like I was like, yo, these kids have no idea. Dog, you're literally the meme, dude. You've seen that like, meme, yeah. <laughs> like where it's the dude sitting there, it's like they have no idea that I produced this song. Yeah, they like they have no idea, man, no idea. Like I think it took them, it took me going viral for them to figure that out. You know what I mean? So it was like. I want to say it was like the last school dance we had a couple months ago. The Yankee the record played, and the freaking kids surrounded me. Like they were like, "Oh my god, this is your record!" <laughs> you know, right? So um, again, man, like just working with the kids, it's it's such a dope feeling, bro. Because you can you can see the wheels turning their head, bro. You know what I mean? And I'll be honest, you do. Like sometimes these kids really just need they need some type of um, outsource. Just something, something other than whatever they're going through. Sometimes, bro, like these kids go through some shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it could be in school, it could be out of school. You know what I mean? Some of these kids got real fucked up uh, at home situations. You know what I mean? We're to the point that uh, you may have Johnny. Example: We may have Johnny. He lives in the projects, and his mom works third shift. Dad's not around mm-hmm. at all, and he has two younger siblings. Mom has to make this shit in order to, to, to pay her rent. So she has to go. Johnny's the oldest. He has to make sure he takes care of his sisters, our brother, right? Get up in the morning, brush his teeth, get his siblings up, brush their teeth, make sure they're set, you know what I'm saying, to get home, I mean, to, get, to catch the bus. And then he's going He's going to school late so he can make it there. And none of them's eaten. None of them, none of them eat. I mean, excuse me, none, none, of them, none of them had any breakfast in the morning, right? So... You get Giant that comes in school probably maybe a half an hour, hour late, right? Comes through. He's tired. He's going to walk inside that. He's going to walk walk inside that classroom, put his head down. He may be going through something at the moment. It could be a lot. He, mind you, he's still living in the hood. Bullshit happens over there left and right. Stabs, fights, shootings, you name it. You know what I mean? And teacher is sitting there drilling him because he has his head down. Literally, literally, you know, you don't know what his world is outside of this classroom. You know what I mean? And that's kind of my job, bro. I got to tap into these kids. I got to know what's going on with them. I, I talk to them, man. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes these kids have nobody to talk to, you know, and they need it. I have, have like, it's, it's kind of on a regular, bro. Kids will sit there and break, like, literally crumble. In front of me, man, like like break down in tears, you know what I mean? Because they they're they're struggling, they're stressed, they don't know they don't know what what their next move is in, in life, you know what I'm saying? And in a sense, I can feel that because you feel me? I I know I know I I've been through uh, some of the situations they they've been through. I've seen things that they've seen, you know what I mean? Like I grew up how you grew up, you know. So to me. Uh, at least, excuse me, to them, they're talking to somebody that they don't understand. So it's easy for me to tap in with them. So when Johnny wows out inside Miss Turner's room, right, Mr. Shump comes in, and instead of me drilling him, right, Johnny, you're you're acting up. This is it. You're going home, calling your mom. No, it's Johnny. 
Come walk with me outside, man. Just step out the classroom. Come, come talk to me real quick. Come take a walk. Let's go to the gym. Shoot around a little bit. Let's talk about it. You know what I mean? And that's when they open up. And I've been able to get the respect um, tenfold from that, in that form. You know what I mean? So um, that's a, a huge thing. At least, like, it, it holds a huge value of importance to me, man, because I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, this is our youth, bro. This is literally our future. You know, um, these are, are going to be our, 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 our next whatever we may need in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we have to make sure they're in good shape. You know what I mean? Because if not, how are they going to take care of us? Let's be real, you know? Um, so with that being said, in my program, it has a lot to do with that too. You know what I mean? Like I, I get to tap into the kids and really figure out what's going on with them. Um, and, and because they're in my program, they, I hold a standard and expectations from them and they hold that and apply that to themselves. So, um, fast forwarding, right? Me and I, I want to, I want to say it was like last year, early of 2022, um, me and a kid are making a beat together. I recorded on my phone. Lily propped up my phone and just went through a whole record. I went through a whole teaching process of teaching kid how to make a beat from start to finish. Um, he, he and <laughs> him and me did not see where this was going to go. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this because I have an idea of where it's going. Yeah, at all. We did not see where this was going to go at all. I just sit there and save it. Mind you, bro, like, in my head, Tom, I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking like anything of this, bro. Like I'm not thinking like, all right, this is this is our um this is this this strategy behind this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, or this is a uh this I know what I'm gonna do with this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like a okay, I, I recorded myself with this kid strictly based off critiquing purposes as far as me teaching. Yeah. Like what can I improve teaching wise? <laughs> that was it. Nothing more, nothing less. Um, it gets closer to Christmas. We're hitting Christmas break. Um, I probably at the time have no more than 300 followers on TikTok. Uh, I sit there and, and just chilling on my fucking mom's couch, (laughs) (laughs) sitting there just relaxing and shit, man. And, um, I sit there and say to myself, like, yo, I should just post again, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) I say to myself, well, what do I have to post? And there's that the most recent video I have. The beauty of me working with these kids at the at the school that I work at, man, is because nine times out of ten, I either either went to school or I went to school with their parents or played sports with them or just I know them from around the community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know a lot of these kids' parents like in many ways. You know what I'm saying? So um I called this kid's mom. I'm like, yo, listen, I got this video of me and your son. I just recorded it just like to help me teach him, but I kind of want to just, I think it'll be cool if I post it on TikTok. Do you mind? Shump, go ahead. Okay. Posted on TikTok. Went home, went to bed, woke up. My phone was going insane <laughs> once again. <laughs> once again, man. Like it was, and it, it was like, it was, it was some shit that, like, dude, like I never really, Again, like I said, they're, they're, I never expected this at all. So for me, I see how like the views are just freaking snowballing, bro. We're talking about, okay, 
I woke up and the view the the uh, the video is at like 10k. Oh shoot, it's snowballing. I just checked my phone like 10 minutes ago and I was at 25. Okay, all right, that was five minutes ago and I was at 50k. Now it's snowballing. Now we're hitting 100, 200, 300, and we're at almost 700k in less than 24 hours. It instantly like like it just snapped and said, "Okay, bro, like." This is this is it. This is what you need to be doing. And the comments were just they're 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 beautiful to me, bro. Because it was like, yo, like I really wish I had this class. The comments you can see it through, bro. Wow, I really wish I had this class when I was in high school. I probably would have never dropped out. You can't. It's like there's like you guys have no idea what this kid's doing with their lives right now. He's making a, he's making he's giving them giving them a chance. He's make he's showing them that it's possible to make it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would love for this kid. I mean, I'll, I'll, someone can somebody get, give me this guy's contact. I would love for him to come to my school in Florida and teach my kids this the same exact thing. Yeah, you know dude. what I'm saying? Like it was, it was growing. You know what I'm learning about you, and I've known this, but like you know, this conversation is making me realize is that a lot of your great opportunities have come from you just being a good person. You know, you know, and it's Absolutely. like the, you know, with the snow record, you could have easily been like, nah. I'm not doing this. Right. But there you go. You just, you know, give somebody a chance, change your life. And, you know, I think you get a lot of respect from these kids because you give them a lot of respect. Exactly. You're not drilling them. You're not overbearing. And to all the people that were saying, I wish I had someone like this, bro, you're going to make the difference in these kids' lives, dude. You know, if I had a shump early on like that and, and I was learning music production exactly dog I'd be Dr. Dre dog exactly <laughs> like th- to start I that early I wish I had something like that even at even in high school bro I wish I had me something like that man it, w- it would it would totally like it would totally lead my lead my way in life or just like viewing producing to a whole n- different level man you know what I'm saying so I know what I'm doing with these kids is the right thing you know what I mean and how it's developing and informing now you know what I'm saying and mind you, like, it's the names, even like, I'm even getting accolades from, I'm, excuse me, I'm even getting AKAs from my AKAs now because everybody knows he has Chill Shump, but this new name as the, the B coach, coach. <laughs> I know, dude. It's now starting to develop now, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's dope, bro. Like, people are stopping me in my tracks a lot of times now because of that shit. Like, yo, dude, you're that guy who made that kid, who made that beat with that kid on TikTok. Yeah, well, I <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is dope, bro. This is dope, man. I want to talk to you too because I mean that leveled up crazy because you got on the Kelly Clarkson show, big time, big time. Let's I, talk about it. Dude. I didn't see that neither. I did not see that neither. I was like in the midst of just everything, just snowballing, bro. Um, every top blog, every top blog posted my video. So you name it, bro. Complex, The Shade Room, Genius, Hollywood Unlocked, um. Oh my god! Like it, it, it was, it was crazy. Like some just, it was just a lot of dope blogs just reposting it. So at the point, at this point in time, the world is seeing this. The world is seeing this. You know what I'm saying? Um, you name it. Dope, dope artists just reaching out, sitting there showing like beautiful gratitude. I think um, uh, it was through Twitter. Somebody posted the video or the screen recording on video and and threw it on Twitter. And Missy Elliott commented on it and like, yo, Ooh. dude, like. She's like, yo, are you kidding? This guy's this guy's a godsend. And I'm like, yo, oh my God, this is crazy, That's bro. That's the hands on the heads again, dude. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh 
Out of nowhere. Um, I think, yeah, I did an interview. Um, I was on a morning show with uh, DJ Buck and Reg and um, Danny Lee uh, on Hot 93.7. I was coming home, and I got an email, and it was from one of the executive producers from the Kelly Clarkson show. And it was like, hey, uh, <laughs> we might want you on this show. Do you think we give us a call at some point? And I was like, this is spam. <laughs> <laughs> this is spam. This is not real. This is not real. And we got on the phone, and we got on the phone to talk to him, me and my manager, and he came through on some shit like, that. dude, listen, it's, it's one thing when a staff, a staff member or two comes to us about something that's going viral in the moment. It's another thing when half of our staff sister and sends us this video of you and this kid saying we need this guy on the show. You know what I mean? So we want to make this happen. You know, and before you knew it, bro, they they sat there and, and booked the flights and we was off to LA. Me and um me and Ziggy, who is my one of my little young proteges at this point. Yeah. Um beautiful out in LA, rode a red carpet out for us. Kelly was beautiful. Uh, she made sure we had us in there comfy. Um, Angie Martinez and Chance the Rapper was in there kicking it with us. I was going to bring that up, dude. Don't, How was it like connecting with them? Yo, you know what the fire shit is, man? And it, it sucks, bro, because he cussed, so they had to cut it out. <laughs> they had to cut it out. Um, uh, while we were on set, we were, we were, we were, uh, they were recording, and um, they were... Um, they were recording and they were showing him the clip of me and me and the kid making the beat. But it wasn't like it was just it was just like one of their little it was part of the set where they were showing a clip of me and me and uh, the kid making a beat and he seen it and he looked and then he said, "Oh shit, dude, that's you." <laughs> Dude, to have that cut out, you you know though. Yeah, he's uh, like he's like, dude, it was oh shit, dude, that's you. And he's like, yo, bro, I watch your videos, man. Yo, you're tough. Damn, I didn't know it was you. <laughs> yo, I was like, wow. Yeah, dude. I was like, wow. What an insane cosign, dude. Yeah, I was like, damn, this is tough, bro. You know what I mean? Um, but everything about that whole experience is beautiful, man. They gave us a lovely donation, which we we're utilizing now, me and my partner for our nonprofit. You know what I mean? So, um, we're. Just to, to inform you, um, I want to talk to you about the nonprofit. Absolutely, yeah. we'll definitely get into that, man. But uh, the nonprofit is a is a beautiful situation we got going on, man. Um, but yeah, man, nah, everything about LA was just golden, bro. You know, yeah. We'll show. Sure. Let's talk more about the nonprofit, dude. I want to know like how you started it, like and your goals and everything. So mainly, um, shout to my manager, man. Uh, my manager slash partner slash brother in music, uh, Muddy Mud, man. Uh, he was the one that sat there and, and, and brought the idea up for the nonprofit, man. And this nonprofit is basically an incubator system for kids who want to learn how to uh, tap into the arts. You know what I mean? And I look at we always we always view right the facilities and uh, resources they have for the next athlete. So, like, if you want to be you want to you want to. Uh, play ball or or or, or be a part of um, baseball, whatever the case is, right? We have all these type of facilities for that. You know what I'm saying? But how many facilities do you have for the kid who wants to learn how to make beats? Or Very few, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or the kid that wants to learn about uh, 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 videography and, 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 and cinema. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and theatrics, you name it, man. A lot so, less, dude. Exactly. You know what I mean? So... 
we're trying to open those doors for that situation. You know what I mean? And we're slowly but surely getting there now. Um, my media, my media, uh, my multimedia is what it's called. Um, we're developing it now as we speak. Um, we're building a studio. This, this studio is a multimedia base for uh, just, of course, like to be creative, but it's, it's for the youth, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that it's that boys and girls club for them. You know what I mean? So it's it's if if you got a kid who uh, may know a little bit something about music but doesn't know too much, you send them us. You know what I mean? That's that's uh, Professor X uh, school of mutants for us. You know what I'm saying? Like an X Men. <laughs> yeah. That's Professor X's uh, 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 school for the gifted. You know what I mean? Like we're we're trying to we're trying to hone that in right now. You know what I mean? So Project One is our studio project. Two, three, four, five would be having our own building. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I believe we'll get there. Sean, as I'm talking to you, like, we've talked before, but, you know, I don't think we've ever had a conversation this deep. Yes, sir. And, I've again, I've known this about you, but, dog, you got such a good heart, man. Dude, man, like, I, I see I see the goodness, man. And truth be told, like, it's not even—it it just makes me feel good. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Like, doing things like this makes me—it puts me in a good—it good, uh, puts me in a good place um, mentally— um, I know I'm doing the right thing. You know what I mean. Um, as crazy as this may sound, I'm just gonna point this similarity out. My mom is a baby whisperer, bro. Like as long as I know my mom being mom, <laughs> she's always babysitting. She's always babysat kids. Mm. You know what I mean. Like growing up, me growing up, me just uh, doing doing even to this day, man. Uh, she, my mom will still sit there and taking taking a couple babies. And then we'll baby, like, you know, we'll, we'll take care of them for whatever need, whatever, if their mom or son is going to work, whatever the case is, my mom watches them. And she's been doing this for generations now at this point. You know what I mean? And um, it was her way of react, uh, uh, her way of connecting with kids. And I don't know, for whatever reason, she passed off that whispering gift that she has to me, but it's not towards babies. It's just with the kids. It's just what I'm doing now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think now more than anything, it's just making more sense, man. So I was going to ask you how being a father affects your work ethic. Big time. It's kind of uh, the, the 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 expectation that I hold for my kids is what I hold for my students. Um, I don't I don't put the kids in a uh, position of like failure. That's like I I, I don't see that being successful. You know what I mean? Um, yelling at kids and kind of like <laughs> being on some like, you know, I'm just going to drill in. Yo, this is what you're not supposed to be doing. Not. Like, that's not if you're doing just that. Right. Of course, don't get me wrong, because sometimes the redirection is needed. But if you're doing that, where is the lesson going? How are you going to be able, like you're just you're just at this point, you're just, you're just yelling at them. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> and they and they they're not they're not liking. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna do what you tell them to because they fear of the loud voice. What is the changing in that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can sit there and 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 and, and slap on the wrist real quick, right? But tell them what they did wrong. There are two motivating factors in yeah. life, dude. There's fear, and then there's love, and yeah. it seems like you just approach everything from love. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. If I mean, if Johnny over here wilding, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Johnny know about himself. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It I'm all comes from Johnny a place of love. Exactly. Dude. You know what I'm saying? So I think, um, with 
my skill, or excuse, excuse me, with uh, my tactic, you got to you gotta analyze the kid, man. You know what I'm saying? And in order to analyze the kid, sometimes you just got to let the kid run over you. Yeah. <laughs> Truthfully, bro, like we'll have some kids at my school who may be going through some real tough stuff, man. And um, I would just sit there and tap into them. At least I'll try. I'm like, hey, CJ, what's up, man? And CJ be like, <laughs> Mr. Shump, get the hell out of my face. I don't even want to talk to you right now. I just not, and it's not even like you did anything. I just don't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'll be like, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's totally fine. And then I'll reapproach it. I'll do that. And or or I'll get him I'll get him in a position to him to for him to approach me. Mr. Shump, how do you do that? Okay, cool. You may not like me, but everybody else in school does. <laughs> everybody else in school loves me. You know what I'm saying? So don't sit there and 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 see the kids react to me. Mm. See the kids sit there talk to me. See the kids have a problem with something. So to sit there and 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 and, and explain, express that to me. Seeing kids sitting there doing handshakes with me and all that type of stuff, man. And yeah. then they'll be like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe Mr. Shump's not that bad of a guy. Yeah. All right, here's here, and then and then we start the relationship. That's how it grows. You know what I mean? Before you know it, now we're at a point where, all right, yo, Mr. Shunt, man, like, I don't want to go in this class, man. I'm going to tell you why. That's all I needed from you. I just need you to tell me why. You feel me? Communication we'll, is key, dude. Right, man, because we'll figure this one out together. You know what I mean? Shump, I want to take this kind of the end zone, and I want to finish off on some music notes. Yes, sir. So I want to talk to you about some of the Connecticut artists that you've worked with. Yes. What's a good memory you have with Sholey? Fire, yo, okay, yeah, um, shout out to, yo, I just want to say it, man, yo, shout out to my brother Shelly, dude, like, I've seen the growth over the last year with this man, and I think, I think he's, it's, it's starting to come together for him, bro, you yeah. know what I mean, and knowing him, he was just, he was looking for that, he was looking for that, man, and I think he's, he's got it, I think he, I think he's really about getting to the point now where, He's a move or two away for pulling off some big stuff. And he's like, to me, like Connecticut's big brother. You know what I mean? He's gonna, he's gonna rep. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna put on and he's gonna rep for the state. He's no making matter Connecticut where he's at. proud, dude. Exactly, bro. Like every stage that he's been on in the last year, he has made known that he is CT Brad, bro. And I love that, bro. So shout out to my man's show, bro. Um, holy one, man. One of our dopest little moments, I would sit there and say, wow. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> 30th birthday. I had it in my studio. Um, he pulled up. He pulled up. I know he pulled up. And Mike flows. Um, all three that I have super solid relationships with. Um, we go to the office room. It's all of us kicking a couple homies. We sitting there kicking it. And you know what? We just sat there and just the bars just got to flowing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this was like, this was like the wreck to wreck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like, you know, you nice, but I'm nice too. And yo, don't forget about me. I got it too. So all of them was just going at it, bar for bar for bar, bro. And for whatever reason, I wish I wish there's I wish we had that documented for somewhere, but it was all good because it was just us in there, man. And when I sit there and tell you that was probably like the illest scythe we I've seen <laughs> or being able been able to witness, still 
probably uh uh what's the what's the word for it? I know never mind the word. I'm just sitting there saying I was probably pretty intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably pretty intoxicated, but that was probably one of the dopest sights I've ever seen, bar for bar, man. And it came from those three. Yeah, so, dude. I mean, some of the best spitters in the state, dude. For sure, man. And that was that was such a dope vibe, man. And um, the party alone, at least just like my party, was like a lot of, it was a lot of CT artists that came through and just showed love, bro. And that made me feel good. And, and just it, it it solidified that I've I've. I've made some great impacts out here, man. So you definitely have, it's dude. Beautiful. I said it earlier, but when I think of cultural impact, you're who I think of, dude. Appreciate you, man. Man, I want to talk to you about a memory you had with Annoyed. Woo, yo, me and Annoyed. First time I ever bumped into to Annoyed, or our new of Annoyed, right? Um, there's this guy from my hometown. His name was Kevin Mark. He used to do these little ciphers, and. His first cipher ever that he had, I knew it was the last person on the cipher. And I was going, just checking out, you know, me just silently critiquing the the talent in there, right? And I knew that this last one had some dope shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, this this dude is dope. Who is this dude? He's like, it's a no, he's from Bloomfield. So I was like, yo, what's his number? <laughs> like yo, yeah, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm trying to tap him with dude, man. Like, no, nah, nah, let, let me, let me, let me get with home. Let me get with home, man. And um, he came through, came to come check me in mom's basement. You know what I'm saying? And um, I knew me and Noid knew each other for like I want to say a good solid. Well, this is like in 2011, 2012. I want to say so since then till now, man. Um, to me, I'm gonna say it, bro. Like he's probably one of the most lyrical I've ever. Came across, came across, bro. Bro, like, I seriously, bro. And even all my travels, this isn't even a Connecticut thing anymore. This yeah. is all yeah. time, dude. Like, like, like from double entendres to metaphors to you name it, bro. Like to to concepts. You know what I'm saying? Like to to you name it. Like it is this this dude is just kind of like just out there with it, bro. It's witty. It's super witty, super witty, man. And um, that breed or caliber of rap is. Very few these days. Yeah. Very few these days. I would sit there and say this. You don't bump into you don't bump into an annoyed every day. Just like you wouldn't bump into a showly every day. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, what makes these artists these artists. Exactly. Dude. You know what I'm saying? So um for show. Sure. Like shout out to annoyed, man. That's bro for real. And I want to talk to you about a memory you might have with Ty Henny. Fire. Um <laughs> <laughs> me and Ty Henny linked. I what was the first time me and Ty Henny linked? Uh maybe twenty nineteen. 2019, I want to say, me and me and homeboy got together. We we sat there and uh, and, and and he came through. He came through the mom's basement, bro. Listen, a lot of people came to mom's basement, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I was like, that was like a good period of CT music came from mom's basement. I believe it, dude. Swear, and that's Swear. I know you've worked with all these artists. That's why I'm bringing it up. You know dude. what I mean? Um, but Henny, man, Henny, Henny's always been a solid dude, bro. You know what I mean? Um. Uh, our relationship's always been uh, uh, cool and, and copacetic by all means. Um, he came through to to Will Kit and we banged out a record together. I really want to work more with Henny. I do. I like. I think with me and him, we could really bang one out for real. Um, I just gotta. We got it. We gotta lock it in one day. Uh, I just that's man. I'm, you, like I said, bro. I can't wait to the studio open up again because I'm telling you, when the studio opens up, that's when we're getting full. 
force me. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, definitely shout out to Henny, man. That's that's my dog. Yeah, and I'm just gonna keep the theme of Connecticut R's, dude. What about Mike Flows, man? You kidding me? Me and Mike got a different relationship, man. Like that's really like my my brother. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, Mike is my kid's uncle. You know what I mean? Like that's where our relationship stays, man. Um, our first link was in 2012. Um, we banged out his first mixtape together. Um, our chemistry enhanced immensely from us working working each other the way we did over the years. You know what I'm saying? Like that again, like it was rapper producer for a solid seven or eight years. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike made me a better producer. Swear. You know what I'm saying? Like he's made me a better producer in many ways, bro. You know what I mean? You and need his, people that push you. His style of his 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 uh his range of versatility, you know what I'm saying, his style of flow. Um, he could give you melodic songs, but please do not ever get it misconstrued. He will wrap circles around a nigga. Swear to God, I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, perfect example. Um, me and Mike worked on King OVK together. Uh, I executive produced that whole tape that he did. Uh, Goats that him and Annoyed did was on that project. Um, and on Christmas, it gave off a, it was like Christmas of 2016, it gave off such a strong impact uh, just around the area he was at. Before you knew it, Funk Flex was sitting there reaching out to him like, yo, we want you to come through to spit a freestyle, man. We heard your tape. Come through this day. Are you ready? You know, that don't don't threaten that man with a good time. Hell yeah, we going. <laughs> We're going, man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, shout out to Flows, man. Um, literally, literally like a brother of mine, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, And, and I think... I think there's more for Mike Flows to come. Let's go, dude. Absolutely. You know, one thing I just know about you, dude, is that you've just been so pivotal in a lot of these artists' careers, dude. Absolutely. You know, there's been so many moments that have come from you in the studio with them, and it's a both-way street relationship. But Absolutely. I want to talk to you about kind of the opposite end, but not necessarily, but, like, have you ever got a song from, like, a homie that you produced a beat for, and you're like, this, yeah, is, not this it. is boo-boo. This not is not it. it. Yeah, yeah, it happens and a how lot. do you handle that? <laughs> it happens a lot. So what I would do, what I would do, I'll sit there, I'll sit on the record. I'll just, yo, bro, give me a day or two. <laughs> give me a day or two. Let me sit there and just really like listen to it real quick, real quick develop it, uh, de- develop, a, uh, develop a sound for it. You know what I'm saying? And um, let me reach back. Let me know how you, I'm, I'm going to reach back to you. And I'm going to let you know how I feel about it. And then I reach back, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to tell them, like, nah, this one ain't it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I mean? Again, like, that doesn't mean we stop. That doesn't mean the the relationship between or the uh, the the producing stops at that point. Hey, when are you free? Okay, cool. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to lock in. We're going to make a session. You're going to come through. We're going to lock in. We're going to go and revise through this together. That's what a producer is, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, a nigga that's going to see you a beat is a beat maker. A dude that's going to sit there and say, all right, yo, you should say this record like this. Um, you This verse will go probably be tough being second instead of first. Yo, say this like this. Okay, yo, you know what? I have an idea. Let me get this. Let me call this girl up. She's a dope-ass uh, background singer or background background vocalist. She's going to get on the hook. Um, yo, flex this like this. 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe we should, we're going to do three different versions of this sound, right? That's producing, bro. That's yeah. producing. It's, it's, it's me getting my Bill Belichick on. Simple. You know what I'm saying? But like Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, not like yeah, today's Bill Belichick. But like, I feel, <laughs> I feel the respect that you show all the artists is kind of yeah. similar to the respect you show the kids. You know, Absolutely. it's like you're not drilling the artists where it's like, yo, this is not it. Stop doing this. It's Absolutely. like, yo, let's take this walk and figure this out. Exactly. Like especially my my uh my trailer producer man. Like I'm gonna let a rapper or artist, more or less, right, get off what they need to get off on the record, right. Let them do what they wanted initially, what they wanted to do initially on the record, right? And send it, when he sent it back, that's my time to sit there and listen. Listen and write to myself, I'll critique it myself, right? And sit there and say to myself, all right, we could fix this. We could add on this, okay? You can see, you could say this a little differently. I could do more, you know what I mean? Let me add on this, let me revise on this, let me critique this up. You know what I mean? Let me tweak this beat a little more. This part could use a drop here. You know what I mean? Like, that's really producing. You know? Like, I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, that is what separates a lot of people. Like, you, because I ain't going to lie, bro. I'll be real with you. I feel like the the label producer gets tossed around loosely. Oh, yeah, You know what I'm saying? Dude. And you get caught in the game of mastery. Just because you know how to make beats doesn't make you a producer. Oh, yeah, it dude. Doesn't. You know dude, what I mean? Dude, when I'm in the studio, dude, I'm, like, helping write. I'm helping melodies. I'm throwing out ideas. like, And that's producing. Yeah, making you know a great song, like, dude. That's producing. And um, I feel like also, right, with producing, it doesn't mean it's just one and two. It can be you in a room of creatives. You know what I mean? It could be you... Producer, I mean, you artist and engineer, and the engineer is sitting there saying, "Oh, dude, this is probably sound." If I mean, he's 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 at this point, he's getting co-production for credits, right? It could be you, producer, engineer, and a group of entourage, Just and how the entourage reacts yeah. is is a good signal. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that has that's all in the mix of producing. You know what I mean? So, Sean, I got one question for you. Yes, sir. What advice do you have for the up-and-coming producer? Okay. <laughs> My bad. No, nah, no, nah, absolutely not. Nah, I just, I just want to make sure I answer this answer correctly. Um, following somebody else's path will put you in the back of line of everybody else doing the same exact thing, right? You want to make sure you separate yourself as much as you possibly can, Right? How do you do that? I don't have the answer for you. You have to figure that out. But I think that f- recipe will take you a long way. Dog, that was like beautifully said, dog. I got goosebumps when he said that. I was like, yo, I feel like I'm like listening to a movie soundtrack. Absolutely, but man. I couldn't have said that better myself, man. Yeah, for sure, man. That's real advice. I want to end this by just asking, what's next for you, dude? Um, Again, man. I have I have another hat to wear now. You know what I'm saying? As a beat coach. So um my job as of current right now, at least my next goal, at least I wanna accomplish. I wanna get my youngest that I have that I've been teaching, I wanna get them established. I wanna get them in position. I have all my resources, all every everything, every 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 hand I've shooken, every 
waiver room I've been in <laughs> at re A&R that I kept in, 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 in silent and tight relationships with. I'm still cool with them to this very day. I want to get them up, right? I want to get them. I want to get them on board. I want to get them in situations. I want to pass it along to them because I didn't have that. You know what I mean? And I want to put them in a position, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, this be coach situation is going to evolve in a beautiful way. You know what I mean? And um, I'm doing a lot now teaching the educational side of producing more than anything. And it's such a it's such a a, a eye-opening situation as an eye-opening moment for me right because for the longest time I was always thinking like for me being successful as a producer it's always like alright yo bro who you gonna who you gonna produce for now what hit you gonna make now how you gonna how you gonna sit there and uh, rejuvenate and, 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 and remodel yourself as a producer now when truth be told bro like <laughs> I've had the most success I've ever had just working with these kids, bro. And it, it, the crazy thing about it is it's not like I'm I'm trying to figure out the next rap out the hat. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's 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 never been so clear of what I need to do next. You know what I'm saying? So um I'm I'm doing I'm doing the one-to-one with kids now teaching. I'm doing online sessions now. I'm I'm traveling to do workshops at schools. Now I'm doing a beat coaching, uh, uh, doing, I'm doing, excuse me, pretty soon we're going to be doing uh beat coaching seminars, um, where I just have kids, adults, you name it. We set up an area whether it's in Connecticut, New York, Jersey, Philly, you name it, wherever we set up an area, get a studio booked and happy people come through and whatever you need to learn, I could teach you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm at that point now where, I'm not trying to be the best at producing, bro. Like, I feel like that was me for a long, long ass time, bro. Like I just wanted to be, I want to be the best producer. No, I don't want, I don't want nobody to sit there and say they make, they make beats better than me or they make bigger records than I can, whatever. I don't care about that, bro. I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, I'm in a position now where it's like, go off. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that's, if that's, if that's what you want to live, if that's how you want to live it, Please, bro. Please do, man. Um, I have a different purpose. I was just going to bring up that exact word, dude, because as I'm like listening to you right yeah. now, it seems like you found something that a lot of people don't find, yeah. and that's your purpose. It's a purpose, man. I, f- I figure like everything that I'm doing is is literally a purpose, bro. Like just at least as far as what I'm doing right now is literally considered as a purpose to me. So um, I'm just trying to get these youngins right, man, get them in position. Um, put them in a position that I was never in. You know what I mean? And 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 truth be told, how I do that, right, is going to elevate the legacy of Chill Shump even more. You know what I mean? So that's 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 kinda kinda what I'm worried about right now for real. Shump, I wanna thank you for coming on, my man. Squires, listen, bro, you you just Holler at me whenever, man. Whenever you need me, bro, you know, I got you, man. Yeah, you know dude, I really appreciate you coming on here. And I think there's a lot of people that are going to learn a lot and take a lot away from this. Absolutely, man. I I, I want that. You know what I'm saying? I want that. I want, the, I want people to know that anything you do is possible. Don't give up. Just find a way. You know? I want to share with you my thought of the day. And my thought of the day is this. 
If you can't figure out your purpose in life, figure out what your passion is because your passion is going to lead you to your purpose. As I talked to Shump today, I could just tell how fulfilled he is by everything that he's done in life and how excited he is to keep it going and what's to come. And I think whatever you do in life, you got to lead with your heart. I think the average person will find a lot of success in life if they just lead with love. And I know life can be hard sometimes to keep you down, but don't let it change who you are as a person. And also, you got to believe in yourself before the world does. 